0: Doug Terrell, History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Thursday, the 6th of July, 2023. We've talked how Jewish pockets around Europe were the target of blame for the bubonic plague that was ravaging the continent in the mid-14th century. In a counter-move, Pope Clement VI orders them protected on this day. Martin Luther gets a lot of credit as being the first to protest against the Catholic Church. That is not correct. He was just one of the more successful and that is in part due to the printing press. His message got out and struck a chord with the common folks and he had some allies in high places. In 1415, Jan Hus is found guilty of heresy and burnt at the stake. Hus, like Luther, was trained as a priest and took issue with some of the contemporary teachings of the Orthodox Church. His death will lead to a period of war and unrest in Bohemia, now the Czech Republic. King Philip of Spain is the husband of Queen Mary I of England. I've repeatedly said the royals across Europe are highly inbred. Philip and Mary were first cousins, and the marriage was completely political as it made Philip a joint monarch with Mary. In 1557, he departs England to wage war with France. The campaign is unsuccessful. Up to that time, England held lands on the continent. This will end that. For over two centuries, the city of Calais had been controlled by the English. Calais happens to be on the French coast at the Strait of Dover, just 21 miles from England. He does not return before Mary dies 16 months later. With her death, he loses his role as King of England. It might be quite interesting to see a complete family tree of the European royals. Mine is quite a mess, but the royals are on a whole different level. One of three, and sometimes four men, who had a part in founding of the American Navy, John Paul Jones was born on this day in 1747. He went to sea on a merchant ship in 1760, and that remained his life's work. After a couple of incidents where crew members died or were killed in disciplinary actions, he took leave of Britain and came to the aid of the American Navy for a few years around the Revolutionary War. After the war, with no command, he again relocated to Russia and participated with their Navy. He retained his American citizenship. Here in America and more contemporary, the Republican Party holds their first convention in 1854, In the early decades of the 19th century, there were two major political parties in play, the Democrats and the Whigs. The Whigs preferred a stronger legislature and a weaker presidency. They opposed territorial expansion in the West and the Mexican-American War. Their base was entrepreneurs, professionals, and evangelical Protestants of the day, along with an emerging middle class. They were active in both urban North and the more rural South. The issue they did not want to take an active position on was slavery. Essentially, the Whig Party fell apart over the issue. The Republican Party was formed from the anti-slavery faction of the Whigs. Keep that fact in mind. The Democrat Party was the other major party at the time. They were largely Southern and more open to slavery. Always has been and remains that way today. Today, it just takes the form of dependence on government. Louis Pasteur successfully tested his vaccine for rabies in 1865. In current events, did you hear about an adult leader who was bitten by a rabid bobcat on a youth camping event? The group was camping in the Seldon's Neck State Park in Connecticut last weekend. Bobcat attacks are rather rare. The British dirigible R-34, one of two in this specific class of lighter-than-aircraft, completes the first transatlantic crossing from east to west in 1919. It then makes the return trip, making the first round trip. The lighter-than-air ships had a reasonable career. Their downfall was they were quite fragile, and the Hindenburg disaster did not help either. The first Major League Baseball All-Star game takes place in Chicago in 1933. Anti-Jewish legislation in 1939 closes the last Jewish-owned businesses in Nazi Germany. Former President George W. Bush is 77 today, as is actor Sylvester Stallone. Australian actor Geoffrey Rush is 72. Twenty years ago, the masses in America were introduced to the prolific actor in the first Pirates of the Caribbean film as Captain Barbosa. John Lennon and Paul McCartney were teenagers when they met on this day in 1957. Three years later, they will form The Beatles. Lennon was 16 at the time, and McCartney was just past 15. RTE1 is an Irish television network. In 1962, the network airs The Late Late Show for the first time. Still in production, it's one of the longest-running talk shows in the world. The Tonight Show here in the States is eight years older. RTE stands for Radio Telefus Aran. That is Irish for Radio and Television Ireland. There is still a population in Ireland that speaks Irish Gaelic nearly always as a second language. RTE-1 airs some of their programming in Irish. The Piper Alpha offshore oil platform explodes in 1988. It remains the largest offshore oil disaster in terms of direct loss of life. The rig was in the North Sea, 120 miles northeast of Aberdeen, Scotland. Twenty years ago, a group sends a radio message towards five stars. The messages have yet to arrive. The first one still has 13 years on its 33-year transit. The last will arrive in 2049. I find it strange that we're so concerned with finding life on another planet. We are actively searching for radio signals from space and have for years. The assumption is they are listening also on the correct frequency and they can decipher the signal. That's history and comment for the sixth day of July. I'm Doug Terrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.